hi, uh, my name is Alex. Uh, I uh, am an alcoholic. Uh, let me just start with the daily uh, reflection for the 14th of June when it says, when the going gets rough, it is a design for living that works in rough going. Uh, so that's from Alcoholics Anonymous, page 15. So when I came to AA, I realised that AA worked wonderfully to help keep me sober, but couldn't work on real life problems, not concerned with drinking. I had my doubt. After being sober for more than two years, I got my answer. I lost my job, developed physical problems. My diabetic father lost a leg and someone I loved left me for another. Oh, and... All of this happened during a two-week period. Reality crushed in. Yet AA was there to support, comfort, and strengthen me. The principles I had learned during my early years of sobriety became a mainstay of my life. For not only did I come through, but I never stopped being able to help newcomers. AA taught me not to be overwhelmed, but rather to accept and understand my life as it unfolded. Okay, so there's quite a lot uh, in that. Uh, let me just start with one thing. So yes, I agree that AA does, so AA does work wonders. Uh, here we go, AA does work wonders in terms of keeping me sober. Yes, I would certainly say that's true for myself and thousands of others. Yeah. Can AA work on real life problems? Okay, so for example, uh, like now I'm just studying this teaching degree online and the problem is that we've got this work to do and we've got like deadlines to meet. So how can AA help me with that? Well, AA can help me help me with that in a number of ways. So first of all, like for example, uh, I realize that I am selfish and lazy and uh, greedy and I have character defects, but by helping me, by working the AA program, by taking positive actions, such as doing things like uh, reading literature, meditating, praying and speaking to others. Yeah. So, some, some of the tools uh, of the program I have learned through AA is asking for help. Okay, so asking for help, number one. Number two, meditating. Okay, number three, reading literature. Okay, that is another step. Number four, I thank my higher, uh, being grateful. Okay, so I thank my higher power for keeping me sober yesterday, and I pray to my higher power to keep me sober today. So ask for help, read literature, meditate, be grateful, uh, and listen to others. Okay, so I'm going to listen to others. Okay, yeah, so I... I I can listen to others and I can learn. And these are just some of the tools that I have learned through 
at AA and also I can write down what I'm thinking, write down what I am thinking. Okay, I can, I can write down what I am thinking and I can identify emotions. Yeah, I think when uh, when, when I was drinking, I was never really able to identify emotions. But, for example, now I can identify emotions such as anger or fear. I'll come back to fear in a second. Or loneliness or confusion. So there's anger, loneliness, confusion. And then uh, just when it comes to fear... There is like rational fear. So there's like rational fear. So things like, you know, I'm because of rational fear, I don't do anything stupid. But then there's like irrational fear. So what this program helps me, uh, what one of the one of the things this program helps me do is distinguish between rational fear and irrational fear. So maybe I'm afraid of doing something. But um, I can remember reading in the big book and I can remember other people telling me we can be afraid of something and do it anyway. But we just need to remember what is it we want to do? So like, do we want to learn something new? Do we want to help others? Yeah. So like helping other people is uh, helping others is Helping others and being of service is a tool I learned in AA. And all of these tools, so asking for help, meditating, being grateful, reading literature, listening to others, writing down what I'm thinking, helping others, all of these tools help me deal with uh, life problems every single day. So, for example, I'm studying like this teaching course online and just like every day, I can do like a little bit and a little bit and a little bit and a little bit. And then after six weeks of that, you get a lot of progress. Okay, so it says, I had my doubts after being sober for more than two years. I got my answer. I lost my job, developed physical problems. My diabetic father lost a leg and someone I loved left me for another. Okay, so I think I think it's really interesting. I don't know if anyone's heard of like the terrible twos where like um, in recovery, Certainly in my first year of recovery, everything was a lot uh, easier. But after 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 my what was it? After my first, what was it? Yeah, basically, I I got to a point in my recovery where there was just a series of unfortunate events. So, for example, I had a job in Shanghai, but I only had like that. I, I had been working at the same place for three years. So they give you a one-year contract, you work for one year, then that finishes, and then they either give you another year contract or they don't. So I did my first year, another contract, second year, third contract, done. And then towards the end of the third year, they told me, uh, okay, we're not giving you a fourth year. I was like, okay, let's move on. So... I got another job. So I was just working on getting another job. So that was one thing. Developed physical problems. Yeah, I developed physical problems, worked on alleviating those. Um, my diabetic father lost like my dad isn't diabetic. He is alcoholic and he did uh, slip in the snow and break part of his neck. 
And I learned from that that I need to stay sober in, or in terms of enjoying life to the fullest. And someone I loved left me for another. And all of this happened during a two-week period. Reality crashed in. Yeah, EE was there to support. Yeah, so basically, I, basically in my life, there was a period in 2020 when I had to change job and like change apartment and change my relationship, but through and, and a whole manner of other things. Like I was my, my bag got stolen, and then I eventually got my bag back, but like my bag got stolen, and I tried to get my bag back. And then eventually I got my bag back. And th through all of this, like I was just going to meetings every single day. Yeah, through all of this, I was going to meetings every single day. Uh, EA was there to support, comfort and strengthen me. The principles I had learned during my early days of sobriety became a mainstay of life. And not only did I come through, but I never stopped being able to help newcomers. Yes, so I'm in Shanghai. And uh, I was contacted by a newcomer in Beijing and they asked me to help them out. And I did that. I got the new job, got set up at the new job and went and was traveling back and forth to Beijing, helping this newcomer with their recovery project. So AA taught me not to be overwhelmed, but rather to accept and understand my life as it unfolded. So yes, I accept life as throwing problems, well, life, Life is basically presenting me with problems, but the program is presenting me with solutions. Uh, well, sorry, the program is presenting me with tools I can use to, to develop my solutions. And then just what it says, the principles I had learned during my early days of sobriety became a mainstay of my life. Well, not only did I come through, but I never stopped being able to help newcomers. Okay, so... Our principle is accuracy. So, for example, uh, Rohit, our wonderful chair, gave me the meeting time and I can be on time. So that's like accuracy. Or I suppose you could all also call it punctuality. Then there is like maturity. Okay, so like another principle would be maturity. So, for example, like Rohit asked me to contribute, so I thought, okay, this could be like a positive. This could be a positive experience and an opportunity to help others. So, yes, there is maturity. Then there's like optimism, where I can learn something new. So I can learn something new uh, every single day. So that's like optimism. Or there's like confidence, where. Uh, usually when it comes to confidence, I just think of like my old friends, who, what, why, where, and when. So I think, okay, what am I going to do? Who am I going to speak to? What am I going to say? When am I going to say it? And that helps me with my confidence. Then there is dedication. So I can be dedicated to staying sober today. I can be dedicated to learning something new. Then uh, I can be energized. Energetic. Yeah, I can be energetic uh, and just like share in this meeting. Then I, then I can have faith. So I can have faith that my higher power wants me to achieve wonderful things with my life and realize my full potential as a human being. I don't really know what my full potential is right now, 
but I do know that uh, doing this meeting is part of it. Then there is a principle such as like generosity. So I just went to get some tea last night and then I bought a box of tea and then like I gave it to like the little girl, just gave some tea to the little girl at my apartment. Then there's like humour. So humour is like another principle. Yeah. Humour is like another principle I can be aware of and just try not take myself too seriously and realise that I am a human, I'm going to make mistakes, but then there's like adjustments so that I can be responsive or responsible. Yeah, I can be responsible in the sense that when bad things go wrong, I can try and react in the right way. So I can be responsible. I'm just trying to see... Uh, if there's any more, like I can try and respect others. That's like another principle. And just all of these principles are principles I learned in uh, AA. And it's just not really something I was aware of uh, before I came to AA. But I know that now these, I can like access. So for example, like another principle is honesty like I can be honest about how I'm feeling and it still takes time and effort but I can be honest about how I'm feeling and then I'm trying to see if there are any other principles like not nurturing so like nurturing others or like trying to like seek um nourishment from others or like nurturing others is like another principle I'm aware of and recovery that helps me stay sober um, I'm just trying to think of other just other principles such as being quick so yes problems are going to happen yes things go wrong but just try and deal with things quickly and efficiently so like efficiency yeah efficiency is like another uh principle i've been made aware of in the program so for example uh on sunday on Sunday evening, I was just going to play football in one area in Shanghai, and I thought, well, I'll pass by the supermarket on the way there, so I might as well nip into the supermarket and pick up a few things on the way. And then I did. I went to the supermarket, and they had dozens of things I wanted. So I got some tea, I got some juice, and, yeah, so that's just, like, efficiency. Then there's just, like, co-op. Operation. So, yeah, I can just try and think of what other people are trying to achieve. Uh, okay, so like, like, that's just, okay, so that's just like a little bit about uh, this particular, uh, like, daily reflection. Okay, and now this is June the 14th, so in one month, uh, I will be uh, 37. So next month will be next month. I will be 37. And let me just tell you a little bit about uh, what it was like, what happened, uh, what is happening now, and what will happen in the future. Okay, so uh, I am originally from Glasgow and um, yeah, so like my dad's an alcoholic and 
all through my life growing up, I can remember like just like little things like my dad just like screaming and shouting when he was drunk or uh, like just like I was, I can remember like the neighbours coming to the door and telling me like the dad's fall, like, you know, like my dad would get drunk and fall down the stairs and like the neighbours would come and tell me, like, I, I would be like, like 15 or something at the time and the neighbours would tell me like the dad's fell down the stairs and he was just lying at the bottom of the stairs, like things like that or like he would just be walking like through the street and like I knew, like everyone knew he's just like totally, totally drunk. So that kind of atmosphere was what I was growing up in. And I think I think I realised that like I've got, I've, I don't know where my, I don't know where my step guide, step working guide went, but um, what I have read in one of the step working guides is maybe part of the reason I'm having problems in life now is that I was never really shown like what to do in life. I mean, through through AA, I was able to learn about things like principles and learn about things like meditating, but I just never really learned about any of these useful things before I came to AA. Uh, okay, so I yeah, I basically started uh, using alcohol when I was a teenager. Even 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 before that. Um, the thing is about alcohol. So alcohol, alcohol does like change the way you feel, but unfortunately, like as an alcoholic, uh, there are times. Sorry, as, as a human being, there are times in life where I get experiences where I don't really like how I'm feeling, but using alcohol to change my feelings uh, just led me to very, very, like, negative consequences. Uh, so, like I say, when it comes back to defects, so, like, yeah, I have these defects of, like, laziness, uh, selfishness, and the laziness, selfishness, greed, uh, fear, irrational, like, irrational fear, yeah. So, Combining jealousy is like another one. Yeah. Combining alcohol with all of these defects um, just generated a lot, of, <clears throat> a lot of negative consequences in my life. So, for example, like I would be, I would be at university, like I was at university from initi initially, I was at university from 2003 to 2007, but the whole time, the whole time through university, I wasn't really interested in what I was supposed to be studying. I was supposed to be studying accounting. I just wanted to use as much as I could, as often as I could. Um, but I, I mean, I, I kind of toned, I, I kind of toned it down a bit in my final year because, like, I found out in your final year you can't really reset anything. Like in the years, in the years building up to my final year. I could always like reset modules. So for example, like I would fail the tax module or I would fail the auditing module, but then like that would sort of, that would be like the wake up call or like, I would fail the financial accounting regulation module. I would fail these modules and then you could just like reset them over the summer. And then I was just lucky, like I reset them every, 
it used to, it used to kill me because all these other all all of the other people in the course would be like going on holiday and enjoying life, and I'd need to do these resets. But that's just what I deserved at that time. Okay, and then eventually I got to honors year and I found out you can't reset anything, and I was like, oh god, you can't reset anything. I'm going to need to like tone it down. So that kind of fear. drove me to trying harder to sort of like stop using these like stop using industrial amounts of uh, alcohol and other substances but then I found out about well like white knuckling it so like I, what I realize now is when an alcoholic or addict tries to stop using uh, by their own exertions well, it never really worked for me. Like every, every, every single, every single time I drank, like I, I drank. Well, let's just see on average, I drank at least once a week, every week from the age of twelve to thirty-two. So I, I found a, I found a, a when I was thirty-two. So that is, we'll just say fifty-two weeks a year times twenty years. Yeah, so I basically failed uh, at stopping myself over a thousand times. And then what happened was um, after I graduated uh, accountant accountancy, yeah, eventually, eventually I did graduate. I don't know how I graduated. I think they must have just like gave me like a bare minimum pass just to like get me off the system or something. But what I can tell you is I started working at different, I started working at different accounts offices and it's the most boring thing I've ever done. So I wasn't really, so because I found it so boring, I wasn't really successful at being an accountant, but like I could still just get like different jobs. And then what happened was um, something very interesting happened when I just, like some of my friends were, so I was, I was in Glasgow and then some, some of my friends were going to Thailand and holiday. And then I basically just joined my friends on this holiday to Thailand and then I just totally fell in love with Thailand. Um, and that that was like, uh, initially I went there for two months in 2009. And then I, was, I wasn't really drinking heavily at that point initially, but my drinking did catch up with me towards the end of my Thailand trip. And then I went back to the UK in 2009 and 2010. And then it very, I very, very quickly realized there was very little opportunity for me in the UK. So I just went back to Thai. I just went back to Thailand and like another holiday. And then I found out, and this is when it starts getting a bit more interesting for me. I found out how easy it was for me to get a job teaching in Thailand. And then I started teaching in Thailand in like 2010. And then my, my drinking really, really took off then. Um, like I, would, I, would wait, I would wake up every day. I, I, took, I still took my lessons really seriously because I had to, I had to like become like a sort of decent enough teacher to get like a visa to stay in Thailand. But what happened was as I, as I was like, living in Thailand and drinking in Thailand and teaching in Thailand, I found out I, I, I really like teaching. Like, this is wonderful. Like, why, why is it some lessons go really well? Why is it some lessons don't go well? Why is it some students are able to 
write their own sentences? Why is it some students can't write their own sentences? Why is it that they find some activities interesting? Why is it they don't find other activities interesting? This, these kinds of questions interested me far more than like the sort of financial accounting regu regulation questions. So yeah, basically like 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, I was just like teaching and drinking uh, in Bangkok, but like I, I was, I was loving it. I mean, I really, I love doing the. I would, I loved a drink, but I would always like sober up and do my lessons and try and like prepare. For example, different activities, different worksheets, different videos, different like sort of projects for the students. Uh, so yeah, that I really, really fell in love with teaching, and then because like because my degree was in accountancy and not in education. My salary could only go so high in Bangkok. And then this is this is when like my bottom started. So in I couldn't I could not sober up, but I was, you know, I was still able to sort of teach lessons. And then I what well, I found out through my a lot of my friends were getting like better salaries because they had like PGCEs and PGDEs and things like British teaching qualifications. So uh, I applied to a, I applied to a few universities in the UK to do like the PGDE course in 2015. Yeah, I basically I basically this I basically devised this five year plan. So I was going to apply to UK universities, get a place at a UK university, study the PGDE, become a teacher, get qualified as a teacher, and then go back to Thailand go back to Thailand with my new teaching qualification and then get a better job. That was my plan. Um, it didn't work. What happened was I got on, I got on the course, I applied to universities, I got on the course, I started the course, and then he says, right, you're not going to pass this course. And I had, to, I had to pay for everything myself. Yeah, I had to pay for everything myself. Uh, and then I was told, I, I was told I would, fail the course so they just says if you leave now we can refund your money and then uh, basically I hit bottom I was just working in a restaurant for minimum wage and then my friend suggested I get a job in China so I started teaching in China and then I, I found AA in Shanghai and my whole life got a lot brighter like I, I still wanted to do good lessons and I knew that my drinking was destroying my teaching so I just wanted to do better lessons and then I just, I came to AA and every day, yeah, every day I would come to AA meetings and learn about things like asking for help, meditating, being grateful, listening to others, writing down what I am thinking and identifying emotions. Yeah, and reading literature. So it's all been a massive learning experience and I hope to continue the learning, the learning experience through the AA program. So thank you. My name is Alex. I am an alcoholic. Thank you.